What's going on, everybody? Welcome in to Ant Up. Howard Bender and Adam Maronis here. Fantasy Alarm here on the Sawdust Podcast Network. And apparently now you can catch us on iTunes, Spotify, Pandora even. Uh, as our good friends here at Sawdust apparently uh, struck up a deal with our friends over at SiriusXM and Pandora. So welcome all you listeners uh, out there. What's up, Ronis? How are you, dude? I'm doing well. Another busy night, NBA, MLB. So it seems like a lot of good baseball nights lately. It's been fun. Will Jacob DeGrom be used as a pinch hitter in tonight's game so that he can continue to rack up that massive RBI total of his? Probably not going to be needed tonight. Are you sure? Well, I mean, if it goes extra innings and it keeps going and they run out of bats, then yeah, he's a possibility. (laughs) Oh, man. So I actually, you know, it's kind of funny. We're sitting here and we're recording on, uh, on Tuesday night. I had such a miserable day yesterday that I just, I took the day off today. I'll get back on the horse tomorrow, but I just needed to just take the day off today. I was like, you know what? I just need a breather right now. Corbin Burns yesterday, Adam, uh, just fell apart. Uh, He was one strikeout away from hitting the over on the prop that I needed. Uh, His opposing pitcher, Trevor Rogers, same, one strikeout away. Neither one of them had a big pitch count. And then Corbin Burns decided to take a shit. Uh, The Miami offense that doesn't light anybody up lit him up uh, and the Milwaukee bullpen. So all in one fell swoop, but then you know, then the, the the Marlins were just busy piling it on that they were like, oh, we're gonna take out Trevor Rogers here also and let somebody else hit, and we'll just go to our bullpen. So in one fell swoop, man, Burns missed the prop uh, by a strikeout. Rogers missed the prop by a strikeout, and I had the under at six and a half. Well, that just got crapped on immediately. Um, I, I think I just I stopped looking at that score. Uh, at seven, nothing. Yeah, unfortunately, that happens sometimes. You know, I've been there, especially with the half in NBA props and blowouts, change things. With Rodgers, I'm not surprised. They're going to watch his pitch counts. Uh, he was at 85 pitches, and they had a lead, so they're not going to push him. Uh, I don't even know. I'm pretty sure he hasn't thrown 100 pitches in a game yet this year. Um, so that's what they're going to do with him. He's... 23 years old. He only threw 22 innings last year. So they're going to be very cautious of him. All right, I'm looking at his pitch counts now. 77, 82, 95, 82, 85. And he's thrown seven innings once. So I think that's what you can expect from him. Uh, It sucks, obviously, if you take player props. But for season long, it's good because you want to see him pitch as often and as much as possible. Yeah. You do. You do. Um, you know, listen, I, I, you know, I mean, when, when it started on wine, I was just like, ah, I, I knew it was happening. Um, you know, and as somebody who, who has Trevor Rogers extensively in fantasy as well, I mean, I was fine with it. You know, it's like, listen, I, I'm not going to root against my, uh, my bets, but I've been way right more than I've been wrong. And so to take lumps on a day like yesterday, uh, knowing that it doesn't, you know, it doesn't push me under 500 even remotely, um, you know, 
I'm fine with that. I, I you know, I mean, it, listen, it sucks and I hate it, but for the same token, if I won every single bet that I made, well, guess what? I wouldn't be here right now. I'd be taking Adam on a uh, on a chocolate cruise to uh, the dark continent. Yeah, that's what I want. You start bets, start winning all these bets, then, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm ahead. Like I'm I'm out here in California, so I uh, I pass the information along to a friend of mine, and he plays those bets. Um, so it's it's not me technically raking in that income, but I'm ahead. I'm ahead. I'm I'm ahead by like almost a, a a grand here in the in the month of April. I'm not betting big. I'm not betting heavy at all. But I'm up and I'm feeling good about it. And uh, and and that's just that. As long as you're sitting here ahead and you're not like constantly reloading your account, then you know then 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 you can uh, then then a, then a losing day is a little bit more palpable. But I think it was the way I lost it all yesterday and watched it all just kind of unwind like you know like when somebody like takes a thread you know from like a sweater and they just keep pulling and pulling and pulling and pulling and pulling it and until you got like your yeah basically you got a choker collar and that's all you got left uh that's that's kind of how i felt yesterday so clear in my head today uh with the exception of my tout daily lineup uh which you know it is what it is well your day yesterday sounded like a day I had last week when I had uh, Michael Porter over 21 and a half points and he scored 17 in the first quarter and didn't <laughs> score the rest of the game. And I had Joe Harris over 14 and a half points. He scored 12 in the first quarter and only scored two the rest of the game. So, uh, yeah, we're, you're going to have those days and you got to understand that if you're just getting into sports betting that there are going to be frustrating days like that where you feel like you got it right. You were so close. Oh, I just needed one more strike. And oh, I just needed one more point, one more free throw, one more three. It's going to happen. And trust me, I'm harder on myself than anyone. And I hate losing. And I, I will sulk. And it'll ruin my night. Not ruin my night, but it'll bother me. I'll be sitting there watching something. And I'm like, damn, man, how did I lose that? And it's tough to overcome. But you have to learn and understand that there's going to be ups and downs with this. You're just not going to be successful every night. And if someone is telling you they are and trying to sell you something, they're full of shit. They're lying, man. Everyone loses, man. Uh, it's all about just being profitable and winning more than you losing. But there will be streaks. But I think what you did yesterday is important is when you do have that losing streak and you feel like, damn, I'm just struggling right now or I'm not getting things right. Just take the day off. Yep. Um, you know, I never do it at Wager Alarm. Um, well, no, I do like today. I didn't give out an NBA best bet. You know, I didn't give out. Uh, uh, there were six games. I wrote player. I did four player props. I didn't do a best bet because I've been struggling with the best bets lately. So I said, you know what? There's nothing that I really like. And it's we're at the portion of the NBA season where it's really tough. Like with Dallas, we just, I just found out like what an hour and a half before tip off that Luka Doncic is playing tonight. So it's funny too, because last night I opened FanDuel Sportsbook, because they usually put out the lines early. So I'm like, all right, let me see what the line is for tomorrow. Golden State was getting one at home. And I was like, damn, I should put money on this now. And I didn't do it. And uh, let me see if there's an update. Golden State's favored by five, man. And I knew it because I'm like, Dallas is going to either rest some guys or Porzingis was probably going to be out. And Porzingis is out. Uh, Josh Richardson's out. And they played last night. And they lost to Sacramento, a team that they probably should beat. And they have been openly talking about how they don't like this playing game. And 
So I figured, all right, they're going to play hard for it. And um, no, the line's down to four, but could have gotten them last night at plus one for Golden State at home. Yeah, what this is the the it's a play-in game for the whole uh it's like a like a weekend tournament, basically. The seven seed plays the eighth seed, the winner is the seventh seed, and then the nine plays the ten. Uh the ten will get eliminated, and then the nine plays the eight. Well, the nine plays, yeah, the loser of the seven, eight, and then the winner of that gets in. Yeah. What do you think of that setup? Like, I, I've heard some people complain about it. All I'm thinking of is, well, shit, that's going to be, a, you know, a bunch of money lost on uh, on showdown lineups <laughs> by a lot of people. What do you think of that? Because uh, of, of I know they did it last year, but I kind of figured, OK, they were doing it last year because, you know, everybody was in the bubble and, you know, you, you were you were kind of it was a different situation there. Um, the fact that they've kept it now for this year, how do you feel about it? Yeah, it was different last year. Um, I'm okay with it. I mean, these teams are not – these seven and eight seeds never go anywhere. I mean, you could point out the year that the Knicks were the eight seed and made the final. It rarely happens. It's not going to happen. I mean, I know Miami is the seven seed now. Like, oh, what about Miami last year? They made it run. This team has shown no consistency at all. I mean, they just – they're five and five over the last ten. I figured that they would be, you know, pushing hard to get out of this and – they're a half game behind Boston, and Boston, as we're recording this, is struggling against the Thunder team that's lost 14 in a row. Boston will probably wind up winning the game. but um, So, I mean, yeah, you look at the teams right now in the East, the Heat, Hornets, Pacers, and Wizards. And in the West, West is more intriguing. You got Portland. Oh, yeah, that's right. Dallas moved ahead of Portland. Um, but Portland is playing now against Indiana and winning at the half. And then in the West, you got Portland, Memphis, San Antonio, Golden State. So that'll be fun. I mean, you're going to have Steph Curry. And a important game. So I do think from a, a fans watching perspective, it makes it interesting, right? I mean, usually mm-hmm. we see seven game series, five game series. Now it's, hey, now it's kind of like the NCAA tournament. Hey, you got to win to move on. So I'm okay with it. Okay. Yeah. I'm just kind of curious. You know, obviously, obviously our, our, our society does so well with change. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like it's amazing. It's amazing. I mean, I told you we were talking about this yesterday with the uh, with the 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 seven inning uh, double header, and like you know our boy Letty Melnick, who I love, I love Letty Melnick. But you know, Letty writes a post that says, you know, oh well, I mean, if it's seven inning double headers, Nolan Ryan had, uh, you know, or seven inning no hitters, Nolan Ryan had, you know, twenty whatever it was. I was just like. It's not what it is, dude. And like Lenny, you're a baseball guy. Like, and, and Lenny's Lenny's been around for what? I mean, he's 137 years old right now. I thought it was 139, but who's keeping track? Okay, so either way, though, I mean, we've looked. You know, Lenny is he's he's gone through with you know the dead ball era, and they raise the mound, and they lower the mound, they, like all of that stuff. There, like you would think a, a baseball guy who understands the evolution of the game. Uh, you know, wouldn't be against it, but you know, again, here you go. It's uh, our society and and how much we embrace change and 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 evolution. Well, I guess there's 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 part of the the, the there's part of the world that doesn't even believe in evolution itself. So, what are we gonna do about that? <laughs> who's the um Who's the NBA guy? Who's the flat earther? Kyrie Irving. Is it Kyrie? Yeah. Amazing ball player, flat earther. 
I don't understand that at all. I don't know. Adam, is the uh, is the Earth round or flat? Uh, it is both. How is it both? (laughs) Just playing, man. Really? I was gonna say, man, that's like you're gonna toe the fucking line on that. You sit on the fence. Yeah, Yeah, apparently you are. Look at you. I don't think. I mean, I don't think we need to discuss this. Sorry to put you on the spot like that, Adam. It's okay. Apparently, Adam's a flat earther and he just doesn't want to admit it, people. I didn't say that. I know you didn't say it. I said it for you. Yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm putting words in your mouth now, dude. See that. Right? Now I'm going to slide into your DM and send you a dick pic, too. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you had, I thought we went over the protocol for this. We did go over the protocol for it. I was actually getting a compliment earlier in the night uh, about our uh, our dick pic protocol show. <laughs> um, Andrew Dewhurst, one of our uh, hockey guys over at Fantasy Alarm, <laughs> yeah. he was like, "Um, he's like, I'm trying to get some work done, and I'm listening to that episode, and I can't concentrate anymore." And I was like, "Ooh, can you not concentrate because you're picturing what our penises look like?" <laughs> <laughs> nevertheless i'm just fucking around people come on man come on all right i'll tell you what uh we'll talk serious baseball and basketball when we get back we'll shout out to our sponsor monkey knife fight the dfs site you guys need to be playing on and here's why do you like to play daily fantasy sports then you need to check out monkeyknifefight.com MonkeyKnifeFight.com is the fastest growing daily fantasy site in the world because MonkeyKnifeFight.com is different than the other daily fantasy sites. That's because on MonkeyKnifeFight.com, there are no salary caps and you don't have to play against sharks, which means anyone has a chance at winning. Even you, Adam. Even you. Uh, MonkeyKnifeFight.com has tons of fun daily contests in all the sports you love. Baseball, basketball, hockey, golf, UFC, NASCAR, WNBA, and eSports, too. Monkey Knife Fight has it all. You know what else MonkeyKnifeFight.com has? How about a free $5 game for you for just for signing up? And if you use the promo code ANTIUP, one word, A-N-T-E-U-P, you will have your first deposit matched instantly up to 50 bucks. With a name like MonkeyKnifeFight.com, you can be pretty certain you know what you're going to be getting when you sign up to play. Monkeys and knives and fights and sports. Sign up and play today at MonkeyKnifeFight.com. Play, play MKFing win. State and age restrictions apply. See site for full terms and restrictions. So that's how we uh, pay the bills. Okay, Adam, fine. I won't talk about, uh, you know, flat earth, dick pics, or, or anything like that. Um, what's going on, man? How are you uh, with relation to your, your fantasy baseball teams? Um, has your labor team picked up at all? Uh, I haven't checked. Let me check it now. Probably not. Um, <laughs> oh, I moved out of last place. Holy shit. Only by a point and a half, though. But I did get out of the basement. It still doesn't look good, though. Um, but for the most part, every other team has been doing well. So it's just that one team. I think pretty much every other team I have is at least top five, right? Oh no. Wow. Main event team dropped tonight. I guess Zach Eflin is pitching. I have him in a lot of leagues and, uh, 
Uh, let's see. He's not off to a good start. Three runs, five hits, and two innings. Oh, for Zach Eflin? Yeah. Yeah, it's not looking good. When St. Louis just starts teeing off on you. Arenado with an RBI double. Tommy Edmond with an RBI with a two RBI double. Yeah, they're just they're 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 clubbing you. You're you're like a baby. I'm gonna call you the the baby seal tonight. Well, hopefully he can recover and throw a few more scoreless innings. Uh, I mean, you know, if he uh, if if he, you know, like Otani yesterday. You know, you, I was dying. We were talking about Otani getting shelled yesterday. Man, that dude turned around and like really just had a, a an amazing comeback in the game, right? Retired. Yeah, man. I mean, it was retired a- nine straight. Had nine Ks on the night. Very rough first inning, and yeah. then just rebounded to uh, get through five. And he was only at seventy four pitches too when they took him out. It was good stuff, man. I was uh, I was I was happy to see it because I was nervous. You know, I mean, you know, listen, I mean. I, I don't know how everybody else handles the Otani situation, but in the, in the league that I have him, it's daily roster moves. Um, if you put him in your pitching slot, you don't get his offensive numbers, but you can just put him in the pitching slot once a week to get his pitching totals and then use him as your utility hitter um, the rest of the way. And it's been, you know, obviously it's worked out beautifully, but you know, like the question is, is, you know, do I bother putting him back in, in my pitching spot? Because not this start start before he got uh, beaten up. And then, I mean, he got off to a really slow start and had a horrible first inning, but then leveled off. So the question is, is, you know, as we, you know, as we move forward here, uh, is Otani a guy who you're going to trust day in, you know, whenever he's pitching, regardless of the matchup? No, I don't think you can. Um you know, in a, in a weekly league, it's tougher if you have to decide between hitter or pitcher, and that's the situation I'm in. Right. Next week, next week he's lining up to get two starts, though. So I haven't seen the matchups yet, but that might be a case where you might want to get him in as a pitcher. But again, a lot depends on, on your roster construction. But man, it does suck not being able to use him for me as a hitter because uh, he's just putting up ridiculous numbers and stealing bases. Yeah. No doubt I mean, he's about more it. valuable as a hitter. He's definitely more valuable as a hitter. But I mean, listen, if, if you know, because I mean, I was talking to Jim Bowden. Jim Bowden was like, you know, the further he moves away from recovering from Tommy John, the better it's going to be. And I mean, he's like, you know, he's like, I'm never going to put him in that like DeGrom, Cole, you know, Bieber kind of kind of level there. But, you know, Jim's like, he's he's definitely a tier two type guy um, for me. So. Um, Otani, oh Jesus. So next week, um, Otani, yeah, he lines up for does he line up for two? Yeah, starts they have seven even? games. So yeah. he pitches Monday. So he pitches Monday and he lines up against opposite Tyler Glasnow. Um, but it's against a very strikeout prone Rays team. So that's good to see. And then uh, and then it looks like he would be lined up to face the Dodgers. Um, either the eighth or the ninth, depending on what they want to do with him. That's not a great start. I mean, it's not a, you know, it's obviously a, uh, a tougher lineup. Yeah. Although the Dodgers right now are not what they have been with some players out. I mean, I know they've gone against good pitching Padres, but even the Reds limited them on Monday night. So 
you know, with Bellinger out, uh, I know Lux just came back, but the lineup hasn't been extremely threatening lately. So it's still a matchup you don't want to, you don't want to pick on them because they can absolutely tee off on you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm probably going to use him as a pitcher next week. If he has two starts, I mean, I probably will. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. I mean, I can't imagine him not getting two starts, and they're not going to give him, like, the extra rest, are they? Well, unless they bring up the blister issue, because they did, didn't they say he had, like, a hot spot on his finger again was part of it? So, I mean, that's yeah. something you got to pay attention to. I think a lot. I mean, a lot of the pitchers are doing that. Who Lance McCullers was on uh, was on the Fantasy Alarm show, and he was talking about the fact that he was developing some new hot spots and some new blisters um, because of the uh, because of the seams. Yeah, I mean, I haven't heard it from many others, but I know it's been something that was a problem for Otani in a previous start. Yeah, well, I mean, we, you know, we thought we were going to get the old blister talk uh, immediately last night and after that first inning. We started getting shellacked in the second inning. You were like, oh, guess whose blisters are acting up now? <laughs> getting the hell out of there. <laughs> but as as much as I was saying that I wanted to uh, get him out of there, he uh, he definitely balanced it out and made it a, a little got bit got a better. W. Got a W. Got the W. Got the nine Ks. So you take a little, take a little beating there, just a tiny beating on, uh, on some ratios, uh, and it works out for you. And it works out for you. All right. So your labor team's not making any movement. My, my, none of my teams are making any like real movement right now. I mean, good stuff though, all around, with the exception of the bar fleet. The bar, I don't even know how I'm going to get out of this hole in the bar fleet. Like I, I think it's, it's worse than your labor situation. Well, that's. A 15-team league? Yeah. Yeah, labor is 12. Um, but, again, I'm just buried, though, in so many offensive categories. So, because, again, lack of at-bats. I don't know if you looked at that, but that that could be a factor. When you're 100, 150 at-bats, I mean, again, counting stats matter. We don't really talk about it much in baseball, but it's one of the keys. When you look at the teams that win, they usually have more at-bats. It gives them more opportunities to get runs and RBIs. Um, and the same thing with innings pitched. You know, if you look at some of the pitching categories and why up top, obviously, if you have more innings pitched, you're going to have more opportunities to get wins and strikeouts. And, you know, not every league has an innings max. You know, they usually have a minimum. So those are I know Yahoo. Yahoo still does the maxes, I believe. Right. I don't play on there for baseball, but I guess there it's a little bit different. But a lot of leagues don't have max uh, at bats or innings. Just minimum innings pitched. Why the fuck doesn't fan track show at bats? I don't know. I am. I don't have a team on fan tracks this year for baseball. Let me see. Ah, here we go. So, well, I mean, it's showing for now for my team. It's not showing my totals for at bats. They go with games played on their like main standings page. Like, really? Like, why? Yeah, are you gonna- I, I think at bats is better. I mean, RT Sports shows it because that's what labor's on. I don't know if CBS does, but uh, fan R- tracks games played. So, games played, the team in first has 351 games played, right? I have 325. Okay, not a huge difference, but still, you're it puts you behind. I mean, that 
that really matters. Is that a weekly league? It is a weekly league. Yeah. And that's, that's the problem is that if you're in a weekly league and you know, someone gets hurt earlier in the week and you're, they're locked in, you're losing games. And then this week too, there was a lot of teams with five game weeks. Um, and you have to make those tough decisions. You know, do I put in a guy with five games? Do I look at someone who has seven instead? You know, because it adds up over the long haul. Um, all right. Loading it in differently here. I can finally find it. Um, and I'm actually, <laughs> this shows you even worse how, how bad this team is, how bad this situation is. I'm only like 10 at-bats off of the, the first place team. Okay. <laughs> That's fucking horrible, dude. That's horrible. What is That's up with this roster? Probably a lot of underperforming players. Yeah, well, yeah, you got Will Smith, who suddenly shares the catcher role. Paul Goldschmidt uh, with his 266 OBP. Uh, LeMay Pugh only has one home run on the year. Uh, Francisco Lindor is uh, sucking it down uh, shit-sucking boulevard. Bobby Dahlbeck just hit his first home run. Thanks so much. Mookie Betts hasn't really done uh, much of anything today. Lourdes Gurriel is allergic to hitting. Oh, my God. Dude. Yeah, I have two of those guys on labor. Goldschmidt and... Yeah. Well, I didn't want, man. That's my Susan. Dude, no. Like, I think what what happened was it was the auction and, you know, I spent big on four players and I sat back for a while and then I was like, okay, well, I got some money and I didn't want Goldschmidt. And I was like, Oh, I'll go to 14 on him. And then no one got a bit. And I'm like, oh, shit, I'm kind of stuck with him. And then it took me off my guys, you know, like Eric Hosmer, who I think I checked the other day one for eight and I have Hosmer in a lot of leagues. I'd rather have Hosmer. I mean, I was very high on Hosmer for the year. That's six bucks I could have used. So, it's just, you know, learn lessons from that, man. If you have, like, the inclination on a player, just don't – and look, I look, hopefully Goldie turns it around and is good. But I was not targeting him this year. It's like, oh, 14, that's not a bad price. And uh, I kind of wish I had that one back. Um, Yeah, I wasn't targeting Goldie either, although – this is an OBP league, so okay, I was, yeah. So he's a little bit better there. So, so you know, you fit well. You think he's a little bit better? He should be. He should be. But meanwhile, that's not what happened uh, by any stretch of the imagination. What round did I get him? I got him in the sixth round of a fifteen-teamer. Sixth round, right? Right after somebody took Luke Voigt. I figured, okay. I mean, he was, dude. This this software blows. Oh my god! Today's show is not sponsored by Fantrax. <laughs> oh my god! This is just atrocious. This software. Why can't you make the draft grid fit the fucking screen? Like, I have to like scroll back and forth to see. First through 15, they can't even just put it on one, one fucking screen. Really? Really? It's 2021, man. We have the technology. Everybody else does it. Now, now I'm just, I'm, I'm just in a shit sucking mood. How about that? 
But it's Aaron Judge's birthday, and he hit a home run. So all smiles all around there. Yeah, and Corey Kluber's pitching well. Yeah, but I've got more confidence in Judge uh, going on a home run binge than I do of Corey Kluber stringing two decent starts together. Yeah, I benched him this week because I wasn't sure if he was getting that second start because they had called up Debbie Cruz Garcia. What did I say Cruz for? Debbie Um, Cruz. (laughs) Oh, let's start naming those guys, right? Hey, Um, FP Santangelo called. So (laughs) when I saw that, I'm like, well, Garcia might get that second start if he pitches well, and then they set them down. So I'm assuming Kluber gets that second start now on Sunday. Um, and it was TGFBI, and I benched him. So, but I guess if he pitches well this week, then I'll be like, okay, well, maybe there's some progress there. But yeah, he has not looked good in the first four starts, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to use him. Smart. I mean, listen, the last thing you want is to get, you know, Austin Gombert or something. Oh, like I did, that. bro. I did. So in did two, I, two weeks, I got bro. it yesterday too. Uh, dude, that. <laughs> <laughs> That was a kick in the nuts, man. Absolute kick in the nuts, bro. And I'm on air fucking following this shit. And I wanted to fucking cry. And I'm like, oh, I got to I got to move on. Um, (laughs) And the worst part, the worst part is like we got him the week before. Like, oh, he's got two starts on the road against the Giants in In Arizona. Yeah. So it's like got him for like a dollar, two dollars. And then I was just like, uh. I was just like, yeah, because Ryan Ambos and I talked about it. He was pushing for it. I was like, all right, you know, and I did say, I said, I don't know. I'm a little worried about this. He's like, I know, man, but you got to take a chance, man. I was like, okay. Then uh, I emailed him because he goes to sleep early. I emailed him. I said, do not open. (laughs) Do not look at Gombert's stats. And he goes too late. It says me a screenshot of his line. It's like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So. So I'm sitting there on the Fantasy Alarm show yesterday, right? And I'm like, we're, we're talking about the value vault. And, and you know, Ani Sreeder is like the king of, of tinker time, right? Can't leave his lineup alone. We start talking about it. He's got Harvey in there. He's got Cedric Mullins in there. Um, he's trying to, like, work out some other stuff in his lineup. Or his catcher situation was... Uh, yeah, he, I don't remember what it was, but I mean, I said to him, I was like, dude, you're going to pay down for Harvey, dude, that that could get ugly in a hurry. Like that could be like, you know, the slump buster for the Yankees. <laughs> and I was like, you know, Gomber is not that much more expensive than Harvey. You could probably still make some, you know, some adjustments and stuff like that and go with Gomber, you know, against the Giants. He's like, yeah, hey, yeah, that's a great idea. It's a great idea. So what does he do? Um, he takes, he, he makes the change. He also takes out Cedric Mullins so that he could fit somebody, you know, so he could, and, and he paid down to Austin Hayes um, as, uh, as his roster move there. <laughs> so Gomber, what, one and two thirds, nine earned runs? Yeah, man. Right. Um, Harvey has himself a, a good rock solid game. Right. Austin Hayes, oh, for whatever it was, Cedric Mullins, double dong. Yep. <laughs> so, of course, the uh, the Fantasy Alarm show today, what is it? It's the um, it's it's Giants hitting home runs uh, over and over again against, <laughs> against Gomber. 
He was so pissed off at me. It was, uh, and then I was like, that, that, I was like, that's why I took the day off today because I knew this was going to come back to bite me in the ass. <laughs> so every time Honey asked me a question, I was like, I don't know. I don't know. It's Aaron Judge's birthday. Play him. That's yeah, you love I- the birthday narratives, right? Oh, yeah. How do you not use the birthday narratives, right? 60% of the time it works every time. <laughs> well, you, you, what do you prefer, birthday narrative or revenge game narrative? Uh, I don't know. I guess, <laughs> I guess revenge game. I guess neither one of them are accurate. <laughs> oh, my goodness. My goodness. All right. Um, Adam, I, uh, I I know you've got to eat some dinner and record. I've got a, a bunch of shit I got to do to get prepared. Um, for those of you out there listening here, let me just uh, let you guys know if you're into the NFL draft, we got you completely covered over at fantasyalarm.com. Go to fantasyalarm.com slash draft central, one word, draft central. Um, our draft tracker, we do uh, pick by pick uh, instant analysis and updates uh, as, so you can follow along for the draft. We'll have reaction videos. You'll see me. You'll see Jen Piacenti. Uh, you'll see Ryan Hallam. You'll see a little uh, Dan Malin as well. Um, and you'll get all the uh, everything that you need for uh, for for that. Then uh, following the first round of the draft, uh, you'll have to stay tuned for a, a very special episode. Uh, of uh, getting buzzed, the uh, the new sports talk show debut from Fantasy Alarm TV. That is uh, that's right after the draft. So I don't know when you and I are going to record uh, our Annie Up podcast that day, but um, we'll we'll figure something out. I'm sure. I'm sure we will. Yeah, we'll have to do that. Yeah, we will have to do that. We will have to do that. We'll figure it out. Make sure because, uh, yeah, I know you and Fensty and all that other fun stuff there. So I want to make sure. But for those of you out there, also, we've, we're running a draft contest, actually. If you play in our our Super Bowl prop game contest, we've got uh, a draft night uh, for the, the first round of the uh, of the NFL draft on Thursday. Uh, free to enter cash prizes. If you're a lifetime subscriber to Fantasy Alarm, uh, those cash prizes double. So. Uh, it's going to be a fun night. It's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. I highly recommend it. So keeping you guys uh, completely covered over there. Adam, you're uh, going to go sweat some bets now? Uh, yeah. Uh, one of my props hit took Miles Bridges over two and a half threes. He has three. He's This is now 10 out of 11 games he's gone over this prop. And it was a plus money tonight. Well, all right. So, but now I need um, Yusuf Nurkic, and unfortunately, Portland is blowing out Indiana. So uh, I hope they bring him back in the game because I got his prop on the line, as well as Malcolm Brogdon in that game. So those two, I'll be sweating out. There you go. All right. Well, folks, you'll be able to uh, catch up with us again tomorrow. Adam and I'll bring you. Uh, we'll we'll bring the heat a little bit more tomorrow, right? You know, sometimes you know. Sometimes we got some quiet shows. Sometimes we got some some feisty shows. A little quiet tonight. I'm just I'm, I'm a little subdued. Maybe that's what happens when I take the day off from uh, from gambling. Right? And I got nothing to say. I got nothing to talk about. <laughs> no excitement. I guess so, that could be it, right? That could be it. 
So I will force myself into gambling so that I always bring the heat here for every show at Annie Up. In the meantime, you have uh, Jazz Chisholm. Well, Chaz Jism, yeah, what happened to him? They took took him out of the yeah. game. I hadn't seen Ham- an update. Hamstring. Oh, fuck. Come on. Yeah, that's dude. not good for a guy who runs a lot. No, no. He did steal a base, though, before getting pulled. Okay. Yeah, he's been unbelievable on the base pass. Well, there you go. Hamstring injury for Jazz Chisholm. Chaz Jism. Shooting it right in your face. <laughs> Fucking hamstring injury. Thanks a lot, Adam. Way to, way to sign me off on a good note. All right, note. fine. We'll leave on a good note. Ronald Acuna Homer. Isn't that nice? Isn't that nice? Welcome back, Ronald Acuna. Welcome back, Ronnie. Good to have you. All right. That's the that's the note we're going to leave on. Ronald Acuna home run. That's going to do it for us here today at Annie Up. Big thanks to everybody out there uh, for liking, subscribing, and listening. For Adam Ronis, I'm Howard Bender. We'll catch you next time.